Welcome to Brainwaves, student research on air. This podcast series is a collaboration between CKUT and the Postgraduate Student Society of McGill University. We are here to feature student research of all disciplines in Montreal and make academic work more broadly understood and accessible. On this episode, Mohamed Walid, a McGill student in civil engineering, speaks about the building structures that can best withstand earthquakes. My name is Mohamed Walid Usman. I'm a graduate student at McGill who is currently pursuing his thesis-based master's in civil engineering while specializing in structural engineering. As a graduate research assistant at McGill, my research is on shear performance of reinforced concrete beams due to longitudinal bar cutoffs. In simple words, I am studying the behavior of shear strength or the diagonal tensile strength in reinforced concrete structures by changing multiple parameters, including bond deformation, material strength, the cutoff location, the transverse steel ratio, and bar curtailment in steel reinforcements. Results from my research found that when a structure is loaded, the cracks start to form from the bottom, where the tension is maximum. These initial cracks are aligned vertically. Now we prevent these vertical cracks by placing top and bottom steel throughout the beams. Increasing the load further will subject the structure to shear and it starts to develop diagonal cracks which are also called the shear cracks. Now if these cracks are not controlled by the shear reinforcements or sometimes we refer them as links, then the cracks starts to widen up and resulting in a brittle shear failure. Now this failure happens in a fraction of seconds leaving no time for emergency evacuation or reconstruction and results in a fatal disaster. Another key finding is that such failures are brittle and difficult to predict. So, in order to prevent these cracks from opening and causing the shear failure, closely spaced stirrups are provided, which are vertical steel bars placed across the beams and around the columns. One of the important rules while designing these stirrups are the transverse reinforcements is to provide proper confinement. Structures that do not have proper detailing or where there are construction flaws ends up in poor concrete confinement and loss of anchorage resulting in failure to provide required strength and thus leading towards structural failure. Lastly, I also found that there are certain regions in concrete structures where excess steel might not be required, which provides an option to reduce the cost of overall structure while keeping the same functionality and strength. How did you first become interested in this research? So, during my childhood, I experienced one of the most devastating earthquake in the history of my home country, Pakistan. That will always remain in the backdrop of my ambitions. On October 8, 2005, an earthquake with a magnitude of 7.6 on Richter scale struck the northern regions of Pakistan, causing heavy human and collateral damage. Design of various structures based on building code of Pakistan lacking seismic provisions led to the death of 100,000 people and leaving 138,000 injured. The sad demise of my fellow citizens in this terrible event left a deep impact on me. At that very moment I chanced upon the crossroads of my destiny and defined my ultimate passion in life, the belief in designing durable and long-lasting structures that will stand the test of time. and the sentimental value attached to this line of work motivated me to choose civil engineering as my field of study as an undergraduate research assistant i commenced a research study in earthquake engineering that would help 
updating the current building code of Pakistan and would predict the damage that will occur to any building structure for any specific seismic zone. The ambition to improve structural capacity of my country's infrastructure also got me university's prestigious gold medal for outstanding research project. In my graduate research at McGill, I have covered diverse range of topics, including advanced structure analysis, design of modern concrete structures, and research in concrete materials. I've also studied risk engineering, advanced foundation design, structural dynamics, pre-stressed concrete, and earthquake resistant structures that will help me in achieving my ambition for designing long-lasting structures. For this purpose, I'm conducting experimental analysis and design of building frame components that will simulate the required behavior and will help in making major recommendations for building code of Canadian Standard Association. By understanding the backbone of structural integrity combined with my undergraduate research will also enable me to practically implement advanced construction techniques not only in Canada or in Pakistan, but all around the world. Following my research interest, I also joined Canada's 3-minute thesis competition in which I presented various worldwide industrial applications of my research and won the competition in McGill and later represented McGill in Eastern Region Finals against 11 multidisciplinary competitors that came from all across Canada. There is but one thing that I prize more than my academic achievements or portfolio, and that is to serve my people at my best. My research is vital not only for the construction industry, but also for the general public, because in case of any calamity or major earthquake event, the beam column joints are one of the most critical part of the structure that has to bear maximum lateral pressure. Devising methodologies and innovative design tactics to strengthen such structural components will help us in achieving long-lasting resistible building structures. Another major aspect of this study is that results obtained from the research will not only help us in making efficient and sustainable building structures, but will also allow me to implement my studies on a practical note by saving millions of dollars in terms of investment in the construction industry by reducing excess usage of materials without compromising the required strength. You are listening to Brainwaves, student research on air. Head to the website culture.cket.ca slash brainwaves to listen to other podcasts in the series or to learn more about having your own research featured. If you are enjoying this podcast, consider checking out All Things McGill from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. on Monday on CKET 90.3 FM on the dial or www.ckt.ca online. In order to make buildings more earthquake resistant, we can design them by using modern techniques that includes isolating the base from the top of the structure so that when an earthquake occurs, all the ground shaking is, is absorbed by the base and nothing is transferred to the top, keeping your coffee mug safe and sound. Another way is to add rubber bearing pads underneath the structure. Japan, for example, has successfully implemented this method in many structures after their major earthquakes. When it comes to earthquake resistant structures, it's more related towards the way we design them rather than the type of the material we are using to construct them. Over designing the structure is not a professional way of dealing with such problems. We need to evaluate the issue while taking into consideration many parameters like the number of people that will be using that facility, how important the building is. For example, 
if it's a hospital or a fire station, they have a higher importance category than a regular warehouse, which is just used for the storage of the goods. We also check the ground conditions of soil and study the past earthquake histories to see how critical that place is for the construction. These factors, along with material availability, when added to the design process, make sure we construct an earthquake-resistant structure. What we also need to understand is that life is worth much more than our money. Spending a few extra dollars in purchasing strong and durable materials for the construction of a building or even for our house will make sure that our family will enjoy a good night's sleep and a tension-free life. Is there a way to modify existing structures to make them more earthquake-resistant? Usually what we engineers tend to do is that we assess the life of an existing structure and mark all the major structural defects, for example, major shear cracks, the deflected shapes, or even the large displacements in, in the buildings. If we think that a structural capacity is not compromised and it is safe to continue using it, we repair those flaws. But if the major faults are found, the only safe way is to bring down the existing structure and construct a new one because the cost of repairing in such case would exceed the cost required for constructing a new structure. What kind of seismic provisions should be in place in cities that are at risk? Now, as I discussed earlier, we need to take into account certain factors while designing the building structures. One of them is to check the ground or soil conditions. Now, soil is different everywhere. That's why we have different codes for different regions of the world. As in Canada, we have a Canadian building code, which specifies design requirements for construction in Quebec, Ontario, and for the rest of the provinces. But more specifically, it specifies the cities as well. We know by using the earthquake data from the past histories of these regions, how they are reacting with the ground shaking and what necessary steps need to be taken to counter them. Now this information helps us in not only making long lasting structures, but also enable us in improving the current standards and practices by conducting further research in universities like McGill so that we can all serve our people at our best. You just listened to Brainwaves, student research on air. Head to the website culture.cket.ca slash brainwaves to listen to other podcasts in the series or to learn more about having your own research featured. If you enjoyed this podcast, consider checking out All Things McGill from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. on CKUT 90.3 FM on the dial or www.cket.ca online. CKUT is McGill's campus community radio station that provides alternative music, news, and spoken word programming to the city of Montreal and surrounding areas, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year.